What up, what up? Timed it perfectly. Ready for a dab. Let's kick it off and smoke it up. All right, all right, all right. Fire up. Smoke weed every day. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. God put this here for me, and you. Take advantage, man. <laughs> Um, let's see. <coughs> Crispy said late, never late, always on time. <coughs> Buffet boy is Mahomes the MVP so far. <coughs> um, I'd say so, right? I mean, the only game they lost was the very first game of the uh, of the season. I don't think it's going to be Tua. Who would be the uh, the? I mean, or Tyreek? I mean, shit. What's Tyreek have for the season right now? I mean, he's doing he's doing amazing, but he's like not setting records, is he? Let's see. What's he on pace for? Let's see. Nine hundred and two yards through seven games. He's on pace for twenty. 2200 right now. He th- he throws down 2200 that could be MVP worthy. Um and then uh Jalen Hurts. I mean shit. I mean I know um the 49ers are 5 and 1 um right now. I guess it depends on what they do uh tonight. But uh let me see. My bad. I had to refresh. Eagles are six and one now, and uh, yeah, because I mean it's always going to be like amongst like you got to be like one of the top teams, if not the top team. What up, Dion? What up, Emil? What up, Triple X Lex? And Emil said it's Tua. He's the MVP so far. I mean, they took a really bad loss versus the Bills, and. Let's see. He's uh 20, 20.92 on the yards. We'll divide that by uh seven times seventeen. I mean, he's on pace to barely crack five thousand, and uh, I mean the fifteen touchdowns. Yeah, I mean on pace for thirty six. I mean, I don't know. It's nothing super crazy. I mean the five thousand yards. Um. He goes for 5,040, and they're number one in the East. He probably will get it. But it's also, I mean, man, Tyreek goes over 2,000. That's definitely got to be uh, something. Buffet Boy said, Tony. Man, fuck Tony. What up, Niners? Hey, good morning, Bogey and Hustler. Down four. Opponent has CMC. Uh, Brandon Ayuk and Jake Moody of CMC sits in the Niners win. Sounds good to me. There you go. What up, Philly Mike OG? And Niners said Kelsey was balling last night. Boy, was he ever. Was he ever. And Gary said, my buddy telling me Tyreek this year, but we all know it's a QB award. Yeah, I mean, unless you go above and beyond and set some kind of crazy record, you know, you beat some Jerry Rice numbers, like that's something to, uh, that's cause to pause. What up, Dennis? What up, stranger? Emil said CMC should be considered in the MVP race also. Uh, I mean, going to be harder now that he got hurt. Um, but, uh, 
What's he have? Yeah, see, not really. 550 rushing yards and 177 receiving yards? Yeah. Let's see. I mean, even total yards. What is that? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's on pace for 1,700 total yards. Like, that's, I mean, the seven, uh, nine touchdowns, you know. I mean, let's see what that equates to. I mean, he's on pace for 22 uh, touchdowns. I mean, nothing, nothing super special. They're winning and they're doing good, but it's not like he's throwing down like some like super insane numbers that we've never seen before. It's got to be insane numbers if he's going to win the MVP. And Brock has to like not do as good. Like that's the thing. Like, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying Brock is going to be the MVP or anything, but he's got um, ten passing touchdowns. Only one INT, like, see, like, if Brock actually, like, doesn't commit, like, a shitload of turnovers and stuff, like, yeah, I mean, he's nowhere close to, like, two of numbers right now, but I don't know. If Brock Purdy throws for 3,500 and, like, 20 touchdowns, like, that's going to be, like, super overproducing. As a sophomore. And, uh, yeah, Niner, he is on pace right now to beat uh, to beat Calvin Johnson's. And Niner said extra game now, I guess. Yeah, because, like, let's see what Calvin Johnson. What was it? It was 1964 was the yards. Yeah, 20.87. Would, uh, that would be the, the direct breakdown. So I feel like, yeah, if he's going to do he's got to get over 2,100. All right. There we go. Philly Mike OG said, dab time. Said, if you have re- your, uh, your wax ready, let's light those torches. Let's get it. All right. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. All right, all right, all right. Fire up. Puff, give it this. Get some overreaction uh, Mondays going on. And I want to hear the most overreaction of overreactions. You know, we're getting like real crazy. 
like right now because minus Monday Night Football, we've made it through seven weeks, seven weeks of this crazy ass season. What up, Devo? Emil said Cat Williams is the goat. He, <laughs> he's the man. <laughs> I got to see him once in uh, in person. I can't remember what tour it was from. It was in, uh, I think, 2012 or 13, something like that. And Crispy says Eckler is ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a super, super overreaction. Yeah, see, there's an overreaction. Mills had a reaction. Eagles going to win the Super Bowl. There's an overreaction. And is it even that much of an overreaction? Thing that's crazy is like <coughs> dolphins are just front runners. <coughs> <coughs> they lost against uh, the teams that we uh, would have said preseason are like locks for the playoffs. Let's see. They whooped on the Chargers, which I said that was going to happen because the Chargers always charge it up, especially early. Beat the Patriots, beat the Broncos, got whooped by the Bills, beat the Giants, beat the Panthers, and then got whooped by the Eagles. Kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Dolphins are like, I mean, you can only play who's on your schedule. You can only play who's on your schedule, but. Buffet boy said T-Bag's going to win over the starting job. Eh, I mean, I don't know. That's that's a crazy overreaction there because the fucking um, the Raiders suck. And, um, and I mean, he only threw for 160 yards. All in one show. So what up, my dude? So would you trade Keenan Allen for Andrews and DJ Moore? Uh, nah, even though it wasn't that, uh, that good of a game, um, I'm still holding <laughs> Josh Palmer's not going to ball like that every fucking game. And Keenan Allen's not going to be going up against Legereus Sneed every game either. And Emil said, now nah, it'll be a Chiefs Eagles in the Super Bowl. I mean, Chiefs look the best out of everybody in the AFC right now. That's for sure. I mean, Ravens did look pretty damn good this past week. That's for sure. Yeah, and Emil, it is the Chiefs defense that's balling right now. This is literally the best Chiefs defense that we've seen since Patrick Mahomes took over. I don't even think it's close. All in one show, Stefan Diggs, Godwin. Higgins and more wide receivers would be nice to add a consistent tight end uh, to my lineup. I'm currently five and one, hoping for six and one. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice adding um a consistent tight end in there, but why do you got to trade like one of your top two receivers to do it? Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't give up the top heavy depth for uh, getting a better lineup and uh, getting a better tight end. You didn't even say who your tight end was. Tim in the house. What up, Tim? Let's smoke it up. I got shit to do today. What the fuck? Let's smoke it up. Trying to say KC defense definitely has the best defense since they got uh, Mahomes uh, period. Yeah, but possibly the worst offensive line, if not definitely the second worst like that. I mean, their line is horrible right now. This is like hands down the worst line that they've had since Mahomes took over. Like that's not even 
not even close to debatable, right? I mean, shit. Orlando Brown, a huge difference, and can't remember who else they lost, but um, okay, all in one show says commit. Yeah, that's tough, bro. That's tough. Um, but yeah, versus, I mean, I know it's tough doing the streaming thing, but I mean, I would just, I would just work on streaming versus like trading away one of your best players to go get a tight end. And buffet boy with only, uh, three more relatively tough games left on the schedule. Jag's going to run the table. I mean. That's a little crazy, but let's see. Jags got the Steelers, then the Niners. There was a tough game. I mean, Titans on paper, I mean, they're they're not necessarily that tough, but it's a divisional game. Like, all these divisional games are going to be tough. Uh, then they play the Texans. Texans already whooped up on them. Uh, and the Texans are at home. Then you got the Bengals, then you got the Browns, then the Ravens, Bucks, Panthers, and Titans. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say just three. Um, especially Steelers at uh, Steelers at home. I mean, come on, that's a tough game right there. 49ers definitely a tough game. Both Titans games, tough games. Texans game is going to be tough for them. They already lost to the Texans. That's five. Then the Bengals and the Browns. I mean, that's and the Ravens. I mean, that's eight tough games right there. And then even if you want to, you know, push aside the Bucks and the Panthers, I get that. But I see eight tough games. On this schedule um, right now. And uh, hey, hey, we got Bogey in the house. What up, Bogey? Just making sure I don't have a booger. <laughs> um, the Jags are all right. Yeah, I mean, he said they were going to like run the table and they only had three tough games. And I went and I counted eight tough games for them. Because the divisional matchups are always going to be tough, and they already lost to the Texans while the, when the Jags were at home. I mean, the Jags are a type of team that'll fucking they'll fuck it up for themselves for real. Yeah, but uh, they are looking at five and two right now. So what uh, we're we're getting some uh, some overreaction Monday. What's your overreaction Monday so far for Week Seven? Uh. The AFC is not as as thick as I thought it was. <laughs> right? I don't know. Because I guess the uh, the Browns and the Steelers and the Ravens. I guess, I mean, yeah, they're, they're the surprise. Team. How about that? My overreaction is like a lot of the teams, like, like for example, uh, the Chargers, right? If anyone thought they were going to be like some world beaters, like, they're no. You definitely uh, don't follow this show if you talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the AFC South, like that's, I guess it is, I guess it is deep. I can't say, I, I retract my statement. It, it, it is pretty thick. It's just, it's ugly. I think it's crazy that the AFC North could potentially put, could potentially produce three, four, <laughs> or even. I mean, look at the Bengals. The Bengals are the shitty one right now at three and three. And like now they got their bye week, you know, got Higgins like this. I mean, we think we'll be coming back and stuff. I mean, it's kind of crazy over there because I even said it out of the West. I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers didn't make the playoffs and just fuck it up. And of course, they lost to the Cowboys right there. They went to the fork in the road, went the wrong way. And now they're two and four. (laughs) Yeah. And like. 
when when do you get to a point where you're like, all right, let's get the highest pick and try to get fucking Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Chargers get to that level. Too many. There's a few teams in the NFC who I think. I mean, that's where I think the number one. I mean, shit, Panthers and the Cardinals. I mean, just those two. Panthers don't got no picks. Yeah. So that'd be Chicago. Chicago yeah. got those picks. Yeah, but still, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Panthers. Cardinals got. Cardinals got two picks too. They got the Texans and the, on their pick. Yeah. There's and the Texans. Yeah, and the Texans. I mean, overproducing right now at three and three. Mm-hmm. I'd say. And. Uh, I mean the Seahawks, <laughs> they're uh, they're doing what they're supposed to do with their schedule. Um, what are they? Four and two. Okay. Yeah, see that's what's crazy because uh, here are the teams in the NFC with four wins or more: Eagles, yeah. Cowboys, Forty Niners, Seahawks, what? Lions, what? Falcons. That's it. <laughs> Um, six teams. That's really fugazi. Yeah, <laughs> like it's crazy because they're like good on defense and they're like okay on offense. It just like I there's they execute very poorly and like we should stream all the defenses against Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, because he likes to throw big old nasty turnovers. Yeah, and uh, what up, Kang? Kang on Twitch. He said uh, I'm worried about my fourth round pick, Christian Watson. You should be. He said, take him in the fourth round? Yeah, for sure. And he said, should I be scrambling to dump his fragile ass or hopes he can catch a ball? Um, I mean, no one's going to trade for him. And, and you so unless you're him. talking about dropping him, I mean, you got to just kind of hold. That's an angry cut. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've literally only had him for, what, three games out of the year? Yeah. So. If it's an eight-man league, I'm okay with cutting anybody like that. But if you're talking 10 or 12-team league, you kind of got to hold – and uh, and hope that he just has a decent game soon. Then you can throw him in in a package trade potentially. If I was that guy, I'd 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 realize that I'm punishing myself for taking him in the fourth round. <laughs> and uh, Philly Mike OG said Josh McDaniels is the most most overhyped uh, quarterback. I mean, the most hyped uh, coach other than Sean Payton. Was he super hyped though when he took over the Raiders? I don't remember yeah. anyone thinking Raiders are just going to be instant playoff teams or anything. Um, it's just always been, it's always been, he's always been one of those names. Like, you know, he had, when he got his head coaching gig for the Broncos, you know what I mean? He got, you know, what, three years and he got into playoffs one time. They can his ass. He goes back to the nest, back to the, back to the evil empire. And then he was all, every time there was coaching hires, or, uh, you know, jobs opened up, he would always be one of the names that was thrown around. I was surprised he actually took that Raiders job. <laughs> one Nation said, I don't know who overhyped Josh McDaniels as a Raider fan. We were never excited about that clown. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I mean, here's the thing. It was like, all right, he, here comes the guy, <laughs> right, that won with Brady, and then they couldn't win without him. And now, now I got Derek Carr in him. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, let's go get let's go get Devonte Adams because we're, he's gonna be awesome in garbage time. And then they get rid of Carr, bring in Jimmy, and like you know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's been all Who bad. The fuck was excited. It's been all bad. And Kang said also Rashad White has been shit in the bed, but uh, proved his uh, reception ability. Yeah, he's got a nice schedule. Rest this season, so I'm thinking of holding him. Well, I mean, holding him as opposed to dropping him, like for sure. 
And like, and yeah, no, he's someone else nobody really wants to trade for. Unless well, he, like, he got like five receptions. Uh, might have even been six. Let's see. Um, and pro- proving he can catch the ball. Yeah, it was really just his best best receiving game of the season with the six That's for tough. six for sixty five. I mean, yeah, and they were. It was all it was all short on on you know all dump offs and shit like you know negative game script for them. So he's a man. I kind of hope for that because they can't. You can't run on the ground behind that line. So, yeah, he's a matchup based flex, and I mean that's kind of it. Hopefully, you didn't take him in the fourth round. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and what he's I'm, one of those guys, like what six, six, fifth, sixth round area itch during yeah. the draft. Yeah, yeah. So he's not necessarily he's, he's someone you could actually decide to start or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was going like amongst like the James Cook like territory and all that yeah. guys who were like maybe you're drafting him as a flex, but may have they they might have even been like your first bench spot. Definitely going higher than uh like Brian Robinson and shit like that. You know what I mean, yeah, but not by much though, because Brian Robinson was still he was like. Brian Robinson was the last tier of starting running backs who was drafted. And Rashad White might have been, like, just right above that. Yeah, he was in the mix with, like, the James Connors in them. And Bryce said, uh, hey, y'all, thoughts on C.D. Lamb for Amari Cooper and Deontay Johnson? Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not excited to bring over Amari Cooper right now. He said, yeah. my other wide receivers are Adams, Ayuk, Kirk, and Thielen. Man, why are you even worried about getting more wide receivers right now? You've got Thielen on the bye. That's the only reason you feel like you're hurting this week. And Ayuk hasn't, hasn't even played yet. Yeah, I don't know. That uh, just doesn't really make that much sense to me. I guess uh, if you're on the hype that you want to get some players that don't have a bye week no more. But then again, you're about to have Thielen and CD next week, and you have them the rest of the way. So Yeah. And you know I mean? Adams, Ayuk, and Kirk. And Kirk's been balling. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think you're right. What up, Smokey the Cat? Cat? What up? Maybe somebody offering him. Huh. Maybe. And just feeling like you got to make a move. I know there's people who just, we get to this time and it's like, man, my team's stale. Need to make some moves. But uh, don't don't uh, make any desperation moves because of a bi- this, this big bye week. And Will Powers, they got offered this in a Yahoo League. I give Mahomes, I get Purdy, uh, JT Kirk, Mar Beezer Stevenson, and Foreman. Um, and he said, I'm in first place thoughts. I think that you wouldn't be in first place without Mahomes. I think you're going to make it harder on yourself winning a championship without Mahomes as well. I'm saying now. Nailed it. Feeling Mike OG. Should I start Kirk versus the Niners? Uh, in what DFS? What do you, what do you mean? If you're talking DFS, I'm okay with it because. There might be a lower percentage own own ownership uh-huh. on the Kirk Cousins because no one. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure people will try to avoid that matchup. Yeah, that's yeah, never about a bad thing. You know what I mean? Lower percentage ownership. Who would even be cheaper? Like, who's cheaper out of Purdy and and Kirk? It'd probably be. It'd probably be. Uh, it'd probably be Kirk. Because they want, they're gonna, they would want you to play the, the, you know, the worst matchup, right? Like, they, why would they design it for you to like win easily, right? So they'd be like, hey, look, and he's cheaper, but then you know it's a bad matchup. So I'm just assuming though, too. You know what I mean, TS says I'm down by 14 with Purdy and Moody left. You think I got? Yeah, right. 
You're right. As long as that person don't got no players, you're right. All right, what up, Peacock? He said, "What up?" Dropping in real quick before uh, before all the day video jobs. It's like some kind of construction case. Okay, cool. Shout out to Peacock, man. Uh, yeah. All right. We're gonna get into the injuries very shortly here, and get into our. Studs and duds. But yeah, real uh we had some real shitty weeks of uh of offense. I played it under what it is in a super flex. I played a team that had so many. I mean, my my opponent had so many bye weeks, he put up 20 points. That's wild. <laughs> right? I mean, like, I am going to laugh at him, but I'm like, I'm glad I'm playing him this week. Joe said Gibbs actually put me in a position to win with CMC. Yeah, it was crazy because uh didn't seem like they would uh, give Gibbs that much work after they get Christian. What's crazy is, like, they said, like, Dan Campbell does what he says, right? Like, when to begin the year, he said, hey, we're not giving Gibbs that much work. Boom, they didn't give him that much work. Monty was out the first time. They didn't say anything about giving Gibbs no work. They didn't give him no work. Then this time, though, Monty's out again. They're like, you know what? We're going to give him the bulk of the carries. And uh, they weren't lying. Didn't look that good, but I guess, you know, you get that 20-yard house call. That would definitely cushion your day. Yeah, because in the first half, they just didn't have the ball that much. But they stayed committed to the run, even though they're getting their shit pushed in. And I guess it's not that committed. They only ran it 14 times, but <coughs> but still. Yeah, he needed that touchdown. Yeah, and it was really, I mean, the insane amount of receptions. I mean, shit, nine receptions, that's insanity. Yeah. <clears throat> Just said, but if the game is like uh, when the kettle when Kittle got three T's and then they benched all their starters versus Dallas, I might lose. Let's see what happens. I'm worrying about shit like that. <laughs> like that's the stupidest shit to worry about. Yeah, just don't even. Yeah, don't even mess with your head. And uh, Will Power said Detroit got exposed yesterday, though. Wow. I mean, it was bad weather, uh, especially for someone who plays in a dome, and they weren't in their dome. Like Detroit's always going to be like somewhat. It's really golf. It's always going to be somewhat iffy <coughs> on the road. Yeah, his home road splits haven't been that bad, but then yesterday I was like, oh, that's that's who we, who we know. You know what I mean? That's the road golf we all know and, and sit. 33 for 53. <laughs> that's a really bad split. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe said he had 10 targets. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Amon Rod, 19. It was nuts. Yep. And uh, Will said lots of questionable uh, referee calls as well. <coughs> that uh, that P in the Colts game uh, and the atrocious spot in the Rams game decided the outcome. I mean, what does this surprise you? Yeah, we're always going to have some stuff like that. Yeah, referees are, you know, they suck, but they got to watch everything in real time. Like they don't get to see everything. 
in uh, in slow motion like we do after the fact. So. And there will be there will be like people that say, "Hey, yeah, they should put chips in everything and like you know have all the sensors and like you know what I mean you'd be able to tell if oh, did he break the plane or did you know did he step out of bounds or whatever." You could do all that shit, but then like you know I wouldn't trust that. I would I would not trust that at all. I don't think anybody would trust the technology. You could just, yeah, you could just fix it if you wanted to. Or at least, at least that would be the new conspiracy, bro. Yeah. You know, they got a guy, bro, in New York, bro. He fucking, oh, you know what? First down. You know, I don't want that first down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there'd be always a motherfucker, huh? I told you, bro. The robots on the sideline, bro. I'm fucking it up, bro. <laughs> just like, just like let's say right now, fucking referees, bro. Hell yeah. It's gonna be human error, but then it's also like, you know, I don't know. It's like, do you will we morph to technology? solving all those problems and there would never be arguments or issues when it comes to shit like that. You wouldn't even have to challenge. You would just be precise. Yeah. You know I mean? And like the, uh, you know, like there are sometimes in some, uh, you know, just um, ref units out there who they'll let guys play a little bit, you know, they'll let them play a little bit more than other units. And like, you know, like that's something tough, but I mean, you know, DBs and um, shit out there, they probably got to worry about it. You know, the most the defensive yeah, players, like, but they said that their coaches tell them that kind of shit. All right, these guys are going to call a little tighter. You know, yep. we got we got to be on our game, or these guys are going to be a little bit more loose. You know, with the calls, so you, you know, try to take advantage a little who's more. The, who's that referee's hella yoked? We're not hella yoked, but he's yoked for a Hockley. Hockley, right? Yeah. Him and his, son, I think his son's a ref too now. But um, anyways, yeah. Hockley, his, him and his crew, they always call a tight game. And the Whatever hockey been fucking up calls since like I don't know, yeah. it's been like at least 20 they, years. They, 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 they call in a super tight game, they call in everything, I should say. You know what I mean? They had to put those new they had to put oh, those fine. new rules in place for like hockey and shit. Like because he was one of the guys who was like blowing the whistle hella quick. Mm-hmm. I remember the big Chargers game where like I don't know, there was a fumble or like something. It was something crazy like that. And he blew the whistle and kind of killed the play before, like, I don't know, defense could have picked it up, ran it in. Like, I don't even remember, like, what the exact uh, circumstances were. But he got a lot of shit because it was on Sunday night football. And so, you know, it's just on display for everybody to see. That's another thing, too. Like, by the time they get to the Super Bowl, they award a referee crew, you know, by, by you know, selecting their crew, right? And, uh, um. Yeah, a lot of times you'd be like, man, fuck, is these guys? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I guess you said it with all of them, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, strangers said I could be understanding about uh, one ref crew uh, calling things tight and the others calling it loose. Uh, what I can't be cool with is when the game uh, is one way for 58 minutes and then you change for the last two. For sure, like whatever <laughs> it is, just be consistent. Like I think that's all any of us want is just whatever it is, be consistent. Yeah, like you can't be calling like a PI on some hand checking and shit like that. And then at the end of the game, you let the, oh, we're letting them play it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but see, that's that, I penalty guess, in the first, that's and something penalty in the fourth. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah, like PIs, right? I guess that's where you need like the human effect, right? Yeah. You need a human being to call that. Yeah. And at least you do have, I mean, it's always, I mean, one person makes the call, but then they're all kind of, you know, convening and talking about it. Right. And you got like three or four guys who are having input on, is this a PI or not? And why? Cause we saw a PI get, uh, we saw a PI get no called uh, yesterday and uh, the dolphins. I mean, that was a straight PI and face mask and all types of shit. And, um, <coughs> why? cause uh, then they got an interception to the house. Like, one play later, two plays later, something after uh, um, Eagles got the ball. Oh yeah, the, the Jerome Baker. 
Yeah, hell yeah. Worked out better. Worked out better. And South Coast and Bang Bang Niner Gang. <laughs> Shout out to the gang. What up, Rush Man? He said lots of these games are fixed. Vikings, Chiefs, refs. I don't uh, want to hear all that. The guys to put their helmet back on, total fix. I, I got a homie, gambling addict, right? And then when it doesn't go his way, he goes on a rant. It's fucking scripted, bro. I fucking told y'all. If it's scripted, why you keep gambling then? And look at Rush Man, see? All of a sudden, we got a so-called tight end day, and all the tight ends go off. <laughs> I mean, George Kittle started script, back in 2019. It's in the script. Yeah. It's crazy because I played a bunch of tight ends this week, not even necessarily knowing it's tight end week, but just out of lack of options. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? If we know it's tight end week, should we try to buck the system or should we just like play the tight ends? Like, you know, come on, let's do it. Uh oh, Trip said not looking good for him in the number eight. Uh oh. You're still undefeated over there, right? As of now. He came in stunting on huh? the fantasy guys don't like arrogance. He came in this week in the right review. Huh? He's like, I'm the best. <laughs> You're the best around. Nothing's gonna never keep me down. You're the best around. It's funny, Noble likes that song now. That shit's hell hard. The 80s montage music just hit a little different. Like they just knew how to pull on uh, pull on your heartstrings. Montage. Yeah. Like, you know, 80s montage is like, listen, we're about to need like 14 minutes on this one. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 80s and Rocky, huh? Rocky with, uh, was the one where he was first he can't he's getting smoked on the beat. <laughs> then next you know he's running backwards. <laughs> like twelve minutes into the twelve minutes into that montage, bro, he's a boss. Yeah, and Will Powers, and that's the Karate Kid song. You know it, bro. You know Hell it. yeah, <laughs> the Karate uh, the Karate Kid song that one's classic. Obviously, all the Rocky joints; those are classic. And yeah, that that's what you're talking about, right? The Rocky running backwards on, yeah, the, on the, the montage. Movie, uh, yes, yeah. and they even had to have they had to have a double montage on that one because, like, they had the montage where like he was he started everything. But then, like, in his head, he's getting in his head. And then he had to cut the promo. Adrian had to cut the promo on him. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. You want to say you want to break me down? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> okay? I'm scared. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, Rocky, you know, I mean, obviously, he's a little bit of inspiration for The Rock in certain promos. But this one is Adrian. Like, it's all taken from her. When all the smoke is cleared and all the dust is settled and everyone's done chanting your name. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> and Will said, I think the best Rocky montage was in number four. Yeah, I mean, number four, that's when he was getting... Yeah, the Russian, right? Yeah. When he's sure. training in Russian and shit. Uh-huh. He's real serious, too, huh? Because, I mean, he's like, he's not in... I mean, they're they not in the gym, bro. They're not in the gym. Like he's lit, like when he was lifting shit, he's lifting like a horse, like the that buggy, like horse and buggy with like four people on it and shit. Mother Russia. <laughs> I must break you. You know, and I, I don't exactly trust people. And I, how do we know that Russian was translating the way he said it? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if I, if I could, could change, change. <laughs> and use used to change. change. 
Everybody could change. <laughs> I gotta remember how it was said. Everyone just goes wild. Right? That's the only reason I think they did not like Americans. <laughs> and that's alone in Italian. Uh, they're like, I can't stand that, that, that American, Italian American. And uh, Yvonne, he hated Rocky. He's not a human. He's made of iron. <laughs> he couldn't break him. He could not break him down. <laughs> and then his bitch tore him down too, huh? Hell yeah. What's her name? Uh, dang it. What was her name? Bridget like Nielsen, it. right? That's I'm Flavor- leaving you for Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav's chick. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor Flav. <laughs> like, you know, he was in, he was there somewhere, like watching that. Like, <laughs> and then as soon as they cut, yeah, boy, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Will Power said, fuck Stallone was jacked in that movie. Hell yeah, man. HGH, Hell yeah. man. He's an advocate of HGH. You know what I mean? It was, uh, yeah, the 80s was uh, one of them times. Now, here goes a real question. All mm-hmm. right. Which Rocky, like if you had to pick one of the versions of Rocky to like go into a fight with someone else. Part three. For sure, right? When he had to fight Clover Lee and he had the fucking, you know what I mean? They motherfucking lost Mickey and or Mick, you know? And uh, man, I mean, Apollo, he just taught him everything that he did not have. Like he he did not like man when he was first training and he's like he's trying to teach him just how to bounce on his toes. <laughs> like he had to- <laughs> you know that thing where you go like this and you don't hit your face. Don't do don't do that no more. We're, we're doing the opposite. We're moving. You know what I'm saying? You gotta float like a butterfly. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what was crazy is like yeah it was funny what right when they're about to go uh, he's like we're taking it to the pool. Does he know how to swim? And Polly's like with a name like Rock. <laughs> hey yo, why would we need to swim? <laughs> yeah, what are we fighting in the low in the lake? Ooh, willpower said I'd go number four, avenging Mickey and Apollo's death. Ooh. And he just I mean, I feel like he was hitting harder in that one than any of the others. Like, I mean, just the amount of stuff that he was lifting. It was it's because and you know what's why it was so big in the 80s, too, because you had the Cold War going on. You know, yeah. Russia. I mean, like, you know, like if Rocky, if like like for example, in the early 90s, right? It, all the bad guys were like European guys or or like Middle Eastern, right? Yeah. Until Die Hard came along. Yeah. Then they're all Russians. <laughs> right? Well, th- that was the 80s, though. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, it, it made sense because we had the Cold War going on. Like, okay, remember True Lies? Yeah. The, the, the Jihad regime. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would set up one nuke in every city. And he's like, oh. He didn't have the camera going. You're <laughs> <laughs> so pissed. And see, and even then, what was that guy's name? They call him the Sand Spider. Why? Probably because it sounds scary. <laughs> hey, Tom, Tom Arnold is hella funny, man. Man, it's uh, it's crazy because uh, James Cameron. Um, I mean, shit, like James Cameron, he he doesn't miss. He just doesn't miss. He said that he thought Tom Arn Tom Arnold would have like ran for governor, like back then. I mean, but then, you know, he got shacked up with Roseanne and kind of just took the wrong rabbit hole. You know what I mean? How annoying would it be to, like, make love to, like, Roseanne? 
Ah, ah, come on, come on, Tom. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that uh, does not sound appealing. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. I'm gassy. Not ever. Not any night. <laughs> What was that for the bag? Huh? He was like, listen, man, she got a hit show. Yeah, he's like, like my career. He's like, I'm saying he's uh, he's selling high on uh, true lies, thinking he's gonna be a movie star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be a movie star forever. And you know, he he was like, Listen, um, he's like, he's telling his agent, listen, I, I know uh, Arnold won't work with me anymore, but give me Steven Seagal. You know, <laughs> why was he like in every Steven Seagal movie after at one point? Yeah. You know, I hear there's, there's this new guy on the scene. Get me Jet Li. <laughs> yeah. And um, give me a black guy, too. Uh, a rapper. Yeah, that's really popular. Right? Oh, Tupac's dead already? G- give me that other guy, the DMX guy. Give me the guy that, give me the guy that barks. I heard a guy barking. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> DMX agent called him. We got a role for you. What? I said we got a role for you. What? Hold on, I got another call. H- Hello? Hey, what's up, DMX? It's me, Stone Cold. What? 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 <laughs> oh, man. Well, well said out of the blue, though. He said, uh, you would have thought that Roseanne would be better than Madonna in 2023. <laughs> I didn't think that. <sighs> Roseanne was so 90. When did, that, when did that show stop? Well, they brought it back until she turned racist. Yeah, they brought it back, yeah. And then they try to keep they try to continue it without her called the Connors. Yeah, everyone was not about it. No. <laughs> not yeah. about it. Yeah, racist. Yeah, what was that? Uh what did she take? Was it Ambien or something? I don't even remember what she took. And she yeah. was on Ambien sleep sleeping aid. <laughs> Racism is not um is not uh one of the byproducts of uh our drug, is what they said. <laughs> you could die, but you won't turn racist. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, she she was she said something really racist, <laughs> you know? Yeah, she well, I, I'm pretty sure it was something with like a monkey or a gorilla for sure got like mixed in. Right? Was, um, the vice president. Yeah, yeah, she 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 compared her to a character caricature caricature. That's another one of those words I can't say. Like rule rule caricature caricature. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking linguistic. I'm a fucking lyricist. God damn it. I can't pronounce that word. <laughs> that and rule. Rule area. Rule. Yeah, you were so impressed when Peacock was like, oh, yeah, that like area. You're, wow. I could never oh. pronounce that word. <laughs> rule. Rule areas. Oh man, this week's gonna be a good week for the silver screen breakdowns. Breaking down Scream One, Ooh. man, we got so many Easter eggs that we got to talk about. So many callbacks in that movie because, like, I mean, that was just that was Wes Craven like having fun. <laughs> like, all right, we're gonna mix in all these things that these young kids may not even know about. He was the first one, not huh? like Stanley. Stanley's like, I gotta be in all my joints somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wes Craven's like, listen, yeah. I'll- I'll be the janitor. Oh yeah, and it's funny too because there's a part in there where, the well, no, 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 not not that, but uh, where um, what's her name, the Dewey's sister, is talking shit 
Um, she's like, all right, Deputy Dewey boy, we're ready to go. And he was like, what mama tell you? When I wear this badge, you, you treat me like a man of the law. <laughs> and she was like, well, Deputy Dewey boy, we're ready to leave. And he started, he starts like walking them out. And he was like, what? Can't do that. That's my superior. And she's like, the janitor is your superior. That's funny. She was talking about <laughs> Yeah. And it was, uh, that was way before. Uh, and you can't even tell. I didn't even know until I started going down the rabbit hole of some of the uh, the videos, you know, trying to get as, other as we get things that we may have missed. Do they ever explore like the PTSD aspect of all of it? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, but what do you mean specifically? Yeah, like like later on, like do they show like is Dewey all fucked up in the head or like? Yeah, you know, like everyone yeah. died. Yeah, it was number five where uh, you could see he was just like hella crazy. Yeah, like I, I like my apartment would have like eight locks on that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he lived in a trailer, but um, like other people's house, like Gail, I'm pretty sure she had like five or six locks, like on her, like like Gail's back at it. She's like living penthouse living. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I so want to kill her. <laughs> Uh, number six. You didn't do. You didn't do number six with us. Did you ever end up watching it? No. Okay. Yeah. But um, you know why? Because you're like you might want to watch five first. I was like, okay. I just never got around to it. Yeah, because that one does. Uh, yeah, because that's five, six, and seven. I mean, I'm sure they're filming number seven right now. If they're not like already done with it, but yeah, because it seemed like that was going to be a trilogy of its own as well. And like the stat, like when they get to those parts, are they, are they still doing like stab movies and stuff like that? Yeah. Well, now it's like in those movies, it's like stab has gotten like, it's like, it's, it's so movie. old school that it's like, you know, kind of not cool now. It's like 90s. It's like, oh, it's those old threat slasher films. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to get my, my daughter's about to go to school. Okay. Hey, hey, we got AB in the house. What up, AB? Yeah, Will Power said uh, Rose McGowan so fucking hot in that movie. <laughs> and uh, Car Rick Catcher, there we go. Oh man, AB said, "Guess who got arrested again? This guy." <laughs> <laughs> hey, really? It's amazing, bro. He always has his phone in jail, though. Huh? <laughs> hey, phone check, homie. <laughs> um. In, uh, in number four, that's one I recommend that everybody watch if you haven't watched that, Scream 4, because it's still Wes Craven. It's Wes Craven's last one that he directs. And uh, they definitely try to break. They break a little bit of the rules. And uh, it's funny in there because there's a guy who has, like, a stab marathon, like, every, like, Halloween. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man, Bogey, go away. I'll wait for him before we get this part out. Oh, man, what the hell? Did you fill up your water? Here, where is it? And Peacock CTE is a hell of a drug, that's for sure. <laughs> and we know what else is. Where is it? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> 
No, willpower number four, um, number three was the one with uh, with the Hollywood one and the Roman uh, director. And uh, everyone hates on that one, but I like it where they kind of like they bring the story full circle and everything. Um, yeah, because uh, when we talk about Scream One, we're going to talk about it, you know, knowing that knowing what happens in the entire movie and like bringing things up like along the way because yeah it's crazy roman had his hand in everything his hand in everything and yeah willpower four was the niece then yes exactly that one was number four the one that was like it was like 10 years later it was like 10 years later is what it was and peacock said oh man spooky season almost over yes sir i picked some good movies though for uh for at least the two weeks after um for at least the two weeks after um and then peacock i wanted to see um i brought up uh so noble's birthday is on the 17th and that's the friday a couple fridays from now so i wanted to see if peacock was down to come and uh you know and like run the show um you guys could pick whatever movie you want and it could be you nelly and uh, and bogey and keep it rocking and uh or we'll just take that week off and then we got Thanksgiving after that. So probably not going to be doing anything. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I mean, it's, it'll be Black Friday. So we'll see if we do it that day. And then, uh, yeah. And then we got um, five weeks in December. And, uh, yeah, the first four weeks, I feel like we'll just pick four Christmas movies um, that we're going to cover. And uh, we'll... we'll We'll take it all the way back with some cool Christmas movies, or we could do uh, we could mix in some sports movies there for our championships, and then uh, and then on the 29th, I wanted to um, get some kind of like movie that's based around um, New Year's. We'll figure that out. Oh, but yeah, so at number four, yeah. right when they're getting towards the end, like they they know all the stabs and all that, and he's like, "All right, we're going old school. Come on." Just like Stu, come on, hit me, hit me. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> they're fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking wild. And uh, Will Power said Home Alone, and he said Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess we're the wrong ones to say that too, because I'm usually saying that to piss people off. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean he's like, hey yo, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. The fuck out of here. I'm mad about that shit, huh? Yeah, and seeing, I just, you know, it's got to have snow. Like, a Christmas party could happen, like, fuck. I mean, we know crazy people who have their Christmas parties in the beginning of December. I used to go to, uh, I, I used to work at places where they did shit like that. Yeah. I and, mean, because, uh, you know what I mean? You got to schedule it. Yeah. If there's no snow, it's not a Christmas movie. That, that's just what I'm sticking to. That's one of the prerequisites of a Christmas movie. Got to have snow. Even if it's fake snow. Like Edward Scissorhands, because they're in Southern California. I don't remember no snow in Die Hard. Um, blows a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, a lot of snow in there. That's for sure. <laughs> and Scarface would fall under it then too, right? Will Powers said, "I have a machine gun." <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll figure out what uh, what Christmas movies we're gonna. Hey, he walks around barefoot that whole movie, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah, I can't remember when he loses the shoes or when he has to take them off. Was, like, was he going like in an elevator or something? Like an elevator shit? I forget. 
Yeah, I cannot remember. Have to watch it again. Peacock said, I wish I could read lips. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be fucking dope. Yeah, but we'll figure out some uh we'll figure out some cool Christmas movies Bad Santa. to watch. That's a good one. That's a classic. Billy Bob Thornton. Let me make you some sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, damn it, kid. What's what yeah, okay, yeah, I'll have a sandwich, kid. <laughs> Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. What's her name? Was the freak, huh? Which she, one? She, she was Jewish, so she always had a thing for like Santa. And uh, Stranger said, "This is a big discussion on another YouTube channel." The director of Die Hard said it's a Christmas movie, so it's a Christmas movie. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker! <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Why'd you wait like thirty years before you like almost forty years? Before you like and make like, a stand on it, it was like probably in the podcast era when I started like watching podcasts, probably 2011, 12 era. That's when like you started hearing that debate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like it's funny because then that debate started hitting the streets. <laughs> right? I mean, I should be at the studio or something. And my mother's be like, hey, bro, you know, Die Hard is Christmas movie, bro. And then my mother's like, hell nah, bro. Then they started <laughs> arguing over like, you know, what entails. What, what what the movie should entail or the you know what I mean, bro? Yeah. It has to have snow, bro. <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. Motherfuckers, <laughs> and there wasn't no snow in the bad Santa. Huh? I can't confirm nor deny. I only watch it at Christmas, so I cannot remember. But I feel like there is somewhere in there. Because <laughs> he went all because he went all over the place. They went to multiple. Uh, you know, they went to multiple locations. That was fucked up how they did Bernie Mac and that motherfucker, huh? Hell yeah. Hey, now the funniest was John, uh, uh, Jack, uh, what's his name? John Reuter? Uh-huh. There was a, a large woman. I think she was getting sodomized. <laughs> Who you talking about? Oh, man. I ain't shit for the same and for weeks. <laughs> And ran it in the poop shoot. All right, here we go. So I think uh, I mean this week's gonna be a little bit quicker with uh, with the injuries for sure. Let's go. And uh, he said, "So is your classic 1957's feel good Christmas movie? Uh, no, it's an actual comedy Christmas movie. Christmas movie. I don't think I've sat through that one. Like that one or the other one, like the whatever street. That's like a, it's like a street name. Uh." Uh, miracle, yeah, miracle on whatever the fuck, thirty fourth, I think maybe. Ooh, we should do a mashup, miracle on Elm Street. Ooh, there you go, right? That's a t shirt right there. And it's Freddy Krueger in the goddamn in the sleigh. And Will says not officially Christmas Eve until Hans Gruber fails, uh, falls on the thirtieth floor from the Nakomi Plaza. And Peacock says, Nightmare Before Christmas. A Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Can't say both. Yeah. I feel like that's how Tim Burton's like Christmas would look, though. Yeah, see, that's crazy. Because what is it? You ever oh. seen a Sweeney like Todd? Gotta be, got, gotta be a Christmas movie. What? Sweeney Todd? Uh-uh. Like the main, one of the main female uh, antagonists. She's uh, That's his wife. Yeah. She looks tripped out too. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. AB said, my movies to watch are The Office Christmas Party and The Night Before. Watch it every year. Yeah. <sighs> I'm really going to be lobbying for those two to be in there because those ones are... The Night Before, that's the one though. What about peace? Okay. Don't about peace. Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like that's like early, that was like the early, that was like early social media days where it's like, you know what I mean? This it was like you're borderline douchey as fuck, but you're popular. Yeah, well, and it's funny because that's like a running joke. Like he's yeah. a douche to a lot of people, but like you know, there's homies. They've been his homies forever. Like man, his social media games all off the chain. <laughs> like even when he gets uh, what was the guy something Jesus? The there was another quarterback or something. Oh, to the club to go party. Uh, he was uh, the something Messiah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I fucking love that movie, man. It's classic. And then uh, The Office Christmas Party. I mean, that one's just awesome because I think everybody can relate to uh, to an Office Christmas Party. And yeah. I just thought of the part where she's drinking the drink. She's like, mm, it's like coppery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> definitely cocaine blood. <laughs> oh, man. Man, such a good movie. <laughs> He's so fucked up in that movie. And uh, I like what he calls he starts leaving messages to cussing out the, the future baby. <laughs> oh, you, baby. I'm sorry, baby. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's in the bathroom getting loaded, bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And Tina said, dude, I think this I think it snows in Die Hard at the end. I remember it at least. Huh. Okay. Mm, in LA. And Peacock said, Batman Returns, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. It starts <laughs> off with the Christmas tree and the... You could be gushing at the nose. <laughs> you could be gushing blood. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know. that. They don't even know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Chris, Christopher Walken was good in there, too. So, you know, it's funny. You can't show that movie today. Because, you know, like he throws, a, he throws a woman out of the fucking window. It's all right, you know what I mean. You can't really. Dang, really if you can't show it, man, does that does that mean that we that has to be one of our <laughs> one of our Christmas movies that we break down? Yes, <laughs> I love Michael Keaton. Yeah, he's the best Batman, bro. He didn't want to come back for the third installment because they didn't bring back Tim Burton. He's like, screw that. Yeah, jo- Joel Schumacher is that his name? Yeah, the guy that took over, and he was like, it was all about the merch now. Like more than anything, like okay, let's we're gonna get this color real colorful and campy. And uh, at that time, we're gonna have all these different Batman figures, different suits. Need to wear any of them goddamn suits at all, man. What the hell, Crispy said? I have to start paying attention to the Wafers League, man. Do you make some mistakes? Yeah, you know, have you not been watching the week the recaps, Crispy? We're calling people out when they're making mistakes. You, you might be one of those ones called out this week, I guess. All right. Get a little get a little nug ready for this. All right. All right. We're going to do the injuries first, and we're going to get in to the studs and duds. Right. Right. Week seven kind of sucked. Um, I mean, it was it was good for me. 
um feel like especially in dynasty like uh mm-hmm. crazy but uh it wasn't even a big injury week either it was just a big week of like people really shitting the bed let me see Because, yeah, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve teams scored less than 20 points. That's real shitty. Mm -hmm. That's real shitty. Who's Who's going to the Super Bowl now? After who's the overreaction? Uh, we might have saw the Super Bowl last night, like a preview. You think the Dolphins are going to be able to make it? I don't think the Dolphins are beating the Bills or the Chiefs. I think they're gonna be okay. Imagine this a Tyreek Hill revenge game. I mean, that's what it have to come down to. I'm just saying, we might have saw the Super Bowl preview last night. I think the Chiefs now, like, <clears throat> that offense was so good that, like, nobody could, like, withstand them, you know, like, I mean, years, years ago. And, like, now they've kind of changed to where, I mean, shit, they're winning with defense just as much now, if not more than their offense, but you still got Mahomes. So it's, like, 28 points is, like, in the cards, like, any game with him. Mm-hmm. Either out of, like, 24 this year. Yeah, and like they've only given up um, 108 points and like, or no, 105. So let's see, what is that per game? I mean, that's only 15 a game that they're giving. <laughs> like, that's kind you of. Know, I think the Bills, I, I think the Bills just don't go far in the playoffs. I mean, those injuries to Milano and Trey White, like that, that's huge. Like, right there. They're yeah, and like the same ever since. Like, when you lose. If you could lose to New England like that, you know, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't look good for you. So, yeah, and the Chiefs lost lost their first game, and they haven't looked back. They haven't. And uh, let's see. Yeah, and there's only the only teams that are scoring higher for the season in the AFC are the Dolphins and the Bills. And Eagles, Niners, that's it. My Niners, it's like, it's it's just, it's the, we're already, we're in mid-season form right now. Dealing with a bunch of injuries. If the Niners score 16 points tonight, uh, they'll be the second highest scoring team in the league just behind the Dolphins. See, here's one of those. And we'll be only one of two teams with over 200 points scored for the season. If we drop this one to the Vikings, that'll be another version of like, you know, like it being, that's another version of how, you know, like the Bills losing to, to, to New England. Like, it's like, wow. It's a, it's a hell of a trap game. Any yeah. game that it seems like one team should just win like lopsidedly like that has trap written all over it. Like, you know, I, when I look back, it's, yeah, the PJ Walker thing that's, but it's, they're a hell of a defense. Like, that's the number one defense right now. Yeah. Like, that, that t- defense just won their game for them yesterday. Yeah. What up, Bakes? What up, Bakes? That is funny. What up, Clock? He said Kev didn't like the trade I sent him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised, like, Kev, like, talks shit about anybody's trades that get sent to him. (laughs) 
It's funny because like Cam told me when I sent him a shitty trade offer, he's like, man, you just made the list. <laughs> and, oh, oh no, not the list. <laughs> oh. oh man, that shit's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Um there's not too many teams that have under 100 points uh given up as far um, as far as points against. There's only two two teams as of right wow. now. And if the 49ers give up 13 points, they uh tonight they will not be in this category anymore. The Ravens have given up 97 points in uh, in their seven games. That's it. What about the Browns? Uh, Browns are giving up 115. Oh, wow. Okay. That's right. They just give up a shitload of points to the Ginsu. Yeah. That uh, that swayed it right there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 134 points for and 115 against. And it's crazy because the Steelers and the Bengals, they're uh, like Steelers, 103 points for, 127 points against, and the Bengals, 100 points for and 127 against. Mm. And Bengals are three and three somehow. Like that's another thing that's like kind of crazy. Like if we've seen the worst of them and they actually turn it around after the bye week, watch out. Yeah, oh, shit, they're gonna play my Niners, right? And Crispy said, "What the hell? You know it's our year." Nineteen ninety-five again. Cowboys have given up only a hundred points. Um. I mean, yeah, I don't have a week seven game yet, but only have given up 100 points. They've had the weakest schedule so far. For real. Outside of like playing my Niners. Giants, Jets. They're lucky they caught the Jets at the time when they did because it seems like their defense has gotten better every week. Yeah. And then Cardinals, Patriots, Niners, Chargers. It's not too rough of a schedule right there to start. And then they're going to go through like, like... I, their schedule definitely gets harder moving forward. And they got well, the yeah, they haven't, haven't played the Eagles yet. Yeah. Who else? Do I don't think we've now? seen Dak versus uh, Hurts yet. Uh, since I mean, really? The last couple of years, yeah. Oh, because one of the two's been hurt. One of the two be injured, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, see, for them next, it's the Rams, then the Eagles, then the Giants, Panthers, Washington, Seattle, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commandos. They can get smacked up. They can, but that's yeah. still not that's not a murderer's row of like anything right there. And uh, well, that was a good team. He said, "Finally got myself a decent RB core with the Stevenson, uh-huh. Foreman, and Warren." LOL. He said, uh, "Wide receivers are DJ Moore, London Chase, Amon, uh, tight end Hawkinson, QBs Fields, and Car streamed." And he said, uh, "From one to three to four and three. There you go." Cracking off three wins in a row. Very nice. And he says the uh, Chiefs haven't looked back as far as in terms of losing, but Mahomes isn't playing the best ball struggle struggle versus the Jets. Well, I mean, not I mean, it's kind of, this is a time where you can't say that he's not playing his best ball because mm-hmm. he threw for 424 and uh four touchdowns and I mean one interception, but still 42 attempts and just destroyed the Chargers, who a lot of people have respect for as a team for whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They don't watch our show. (laughs) But uh, they whooped on the Chargers very easily. And, I mean, their defense, I mean, I feel like 
Most games, people think that the Chargers are going to score at least 20 points. Chiefs held them to 17. Um, if there is a dick to be sucked, the Chargers will suck it. <laughs> All right. And Kelsey again. Hat tip to Kelsey every time we get 12 for 179 and a tug. Mm-hmm. And Rasheed Rice. Man, he's like a flex guy every week, I feel. Like, he's got to get to that point. Touchdown every day, every week or something. I mean, shit, they got the Broncos, the Dolphins, and then the Eagles. And, like, then the Raiders, Packers. I mean, the thing with Rice is, like, he's never going to be, like, the number one look as far as, like, the defense goes. Might not even be amongst the top three looks for the defense as far as, like, what they're concerned about. And they move him around a lot where he just randomly, like, is like opposite of Travis Kelsey, running a similar route to Travis Kelsey, and now Patrick Mahomes gets to pick one or the two. It's crazy. And uh, AS said, trade Amari Cooper for Ridley. Do I want to trade trash for trash? I don't know. Probably just hold him. Yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, like right? Cooper's probably, Cooper's doing better than Ridley. If, yeah. if you feel like you're buying some kind of dip, Right, I guess, yeah, but I mean, fuck, can the guy get more than four targets in the game? Like, what in the fuck? Like, if there's a dick to suck, Calvin Ridley's right there in line, right behind the Chargers, ready to suck that dick. Clock said, uh, I got Minshew in the X Men division against Husser this week. Oh man, who's Minshew going up against the Saints? They got a tough matchup, tough matchup. And uh, Steven said, I don't think the 49ers game is viewed as a trap game. It's uh, it's in a way again. No debt. Uh, uh, Trent is doubtful. CMC partially torn oblique. Mike said him too. You know what? I that think- makes it a trap game. Yeah. I mean, that's it's what about 100% like, you know. Yeah. I mean, a trap game is just them losing. Like, that's what I'm considering a trap game. Yeah, any given any given Monday. And like and like you know, there's all kind of excuses we can make already, like all those injuries or the fact that we're on the road, or you know. And then there's there's on the flip side of it, it's like, hey, Kirk Cousins, no J- Justin Jefferson, you know, Kirk Cousins in prime time. Like if he balls out tonight, that'll only be like the fourth game he balled out in prime time. Yeah, an actual thing. And uh, um. Stranger said the Bengals are minus 21 in uh, week one, and then since then, plus seven with a three and two record. Three and three. Some of uh, well, no, but he's saying week one. He's saying after week one, it was the loss, and the, they were minus oh, yeah. 21 in the points, four points against. Mm-hmm. And the next five games, they're three and two plus seven. And uh, AS said Cooper isn't doing better. Cooper also has no QB. Um, really, just had like, I don't know. Then then do it. Make the trade. You have the answers. Yeah, really, just had like two points this past week, and like Amari was horrible, but he had six points. I mean, that's three times better. Things done better. He was, according to my math. Yeah. Hey, you know what else? Even if he's not producing, it's getting way more targets than him. Yeah, like Ridley's had. Two good games. He's only had three games where and he's had a touchdown or both games, basically. He got the touchdown like well, no, no, no. against Atlanta. Well, but the game versus Buffalo, he didn't score a touchdown. He was seven for one twenty. Okay, there you go. And then the other one against Atlanta was basically the touchdown. Uh yeah. Well, he had he had a hundred. 
Um, well, there was one where he had the touchdown where that that's why he got the 11 points. Mm. Yeah, Cooper. I mean, I guess it's the same. It's the same three, uh, three games above uh, 10 points there. Mm, I stand corrected. Yeah, they're both trash. That's why I said earlier, like, oh, am I going to trade this piece of trash for this piece of trash? I don't know. Probably just holding. I mean, at least you got Cooper the rest of the way. They already had their bye week. It's kind of like, I guess I would view it in that scope, right? Like, why am I, okay, they're both shitty, but why am I going to get a player I'm not going to have in a couple weeks? Oh, my gosh. Hey, yes, we're just not, I'm just not uh, reading your questions anymore. How about that? And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Will Power says it just mirrored Deshaun Watson, the the biggest bonus hole quarterback in the league, or at least one of them. He got he got all the money now. He's like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah, he had a they got the he got cleared from his uh he got cleared to return in the game because the concussion. He's like, oh, I'm good. Well, yeah, but he, he didn't. <laughs> his arm was still all fucked up at that point too. Yeah, probably shouldn't even went out there to begin with. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. All right, let's see. I mean, shit, he's hella paid. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Can't, he has guaranteed money, but he kind of he kind of has them by the balls. I mean, do they want to ruin their investment either? Like, I would assume not. Yeah. Because uh, why would they want to ruin it? Ab said, "Me and Deshaun about to go get a nice massage. Who wants to join?" <laughs> And that sensual mass I'm not gonna be seen with you guys, man. <laughs> no, it's trouble. All right. So let me uh let's get over here. We're gonna jump over to the FNT studio. Let's go. Here we go. Let me get it marked down here. I'm gonna go up. All right. All right, here we go. Let's jump uh let's jump right into it. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. 